Hello, ACL Nation. Welcome back. I'm back from Des Moines, Iowa. Open number two has concluded. It was a fun one for me. I had a great time out there. Mish uh, was on vacation last week, so sorry for no show, but I'm not going to lie. Whenever we decided to cancel the show, I really kind of enjoyed my five or six hours that I had off. It was nice to kind of regroup, but we're basically into the thick of the season now. We're getting things rolling. Got an interview today with the Trader Boys. Uh, get over a quick recap, weekend recap and then play our game. Would you rather top floor bagger, top four bagger, and then send it or board it? But Mish, we got a lot to talk about. How are you? How are things? Things are great. Uh, Cabo was awesome. That's going to be my bragging is Cabo. Um, <laughs> so I might as well throw that up there because, um, you know, on around the ACL, Anthony asked me if I like to go to the same place every year. Like, do I not like to adventure travel? And uh, I don't. And for a long time, I fought it. Like, I yeah. like, like there's something wrong with me, right? Because like my brothers, my one brother is a musician and travels all over the world. He's literally been probably everywhere by this point. And then my other brother and his family love to travel. They always go to different countries with their kids and they do all the sightseeing and all the things. And when I see their pictures, both of them, no part of me is like, oh, man, I want to do that. I'm like, oh, it looks like a lot of work. Really? <laughs> yes. I was actually like, so just I, thinking that I need to take more pictures when I go to like these places. Yeah, I'm also not a big like picture taker. I'm a more I'm definitely not more. I'm, I am in the moment. My phone is I don't know where and I don't care. Um, that tends yeah. to be my attitude. And I know like it's hard on Nick. He wishes that I took pictures, <laughs> but um, he always jokes that there's no pictures of him because he's always the one taking them. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just not, I just don't like to have my phone on me. I really don't. Yeah. So I want to just be where I am and not have to think about anything other than what's happening right in front of me. And I like to relax on vacation. So we go to Cabo every year in October, we go to the same resort every year we know the staff we know the food we know the rooms um we know our favorite restaurants in town and i maybe like it's the the part of me that gets anxiety like this there's just no anxiety right like i know exactly yeah. what to expect and i know basically that it's, like a vacation home like you're yeah it really home, is it's supposed to be a vacation but totally. i guess it's cheaper this way than just buying a second home somewhere yeah, and I was saying on around the ACL that I don't even know if I'd want that because my favorite part of vacationing is doing nothing and having somebody wait on me hand and foot. And if I had like a vacation home, I would have to cook and make my own drinks and <laughs> stuff like that. And I don't want to do that. I just want to relax. At all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I was actually is. just thinking about it. I was. Uh... Got the approval from Trey for Australia, so I was getting ready to book awesome. that. And I'm trying to figure out when I want to like, have a couple of sightseeing days and relax because obviously I'm probably not going to go back there anytime soon. So yeah, I want to make sure that I make the most of this trip and have some fun with it. It's just kind of weird though because it's just me going by myself. Obviously, like Todd and some of the other crew are going to be there, but like I don't really know if they want to plan to do stuff with me or anything like that. I think I'm just going to kind of gonna be solo and do whatever. Um, but I definitely want to like turn into a vacation where it's like you're saying hand over foot, <laughs> just relaxing for me. But well, will you have a car? Cause that's a big part of that. Like if you have I a car, you can, you what? I imagine. I imagine I would. I don't know. I haven't really talked about that part. I mean, like I'm saying, even if the ACL didn't give you a car, like if I'm, if I'm sightseeing, yeah. if I'm going to somewhere that I want to see, 
like the, the people always say, oh, it's so cool. You get to travel all over the place. But as you know, we don't get to see much of yeah. where we go. But the main reason why is because, for me, at least you don't really have downtime. I do have downtime um, on these trips because my most mainly what I do is in the evenings. Um, but I don't have a car. So it's like where I, I, that really inhibits any sort of like sightseeing I'm going to do or experiences. Yeah. Like I would love to just go find like a yoga studio and do yoga classes like on the days there. But it's like, oh, what am I going to do? I got to get a lift and get to the yoga studio and then get one on the way back. Like it becomes like a whole to do, you know? Yeah, it does. And that's why I feel bad because whenever I go to these opens, I see people that I haven't seen in a long time. And they're like, hey, come on, we're, we're done. Let's go hang out. Let's go get us a couple of drinks and stuff like that. And I'm just like, I got here at 7 a.m. It's 1030 yeah. at night right now. Like, I have no urge to go and get wasted have to do and then come again back tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I, like I, I miss you. We can just hug it out. You know, I, I appreciate yeah. you. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely not as you know, sunshine and roses as people think it is. Um, no, it's a lot of work. I mean, you have to think about it. Your job is primarily weekends. Like you don't have a typical yeah. eight to five, 40 hour a week job like most people do. Um, so your hours are all compact in like a three, four day span. So um, people just sometimes forget that. <laughs> and, yeah. and like, imagine taking all your work that you guys do Monday through Friday and cramming it in three days. You know, that's essentially what you're doing. Yeah, it's actually getting to be a little bit crazier, too, because now I got the back end stuff. I'm trying to upload things to the digital network from this last weekend. And I'm also trying to go back um, to wherever Trey left off and upload videos from basically like all the shootouts and nationals and stuff like that now. So my my time last year around the same time frame, I think I talked to you and I was like, man, I got nothing to do, Mish. I feel bad that <laughs> I'm salary and the ACLs just pay me all this money. I'm not doing anything. And now it's the exact opposite. I'm like, man, really, I'm making- about that. I'm working like 60 hours a week right now, not to mention I'm trying to grow the canine business and everything is so hectic right now with that too. Um, So yeah, I have no downtime. I got done working last night at three o'clock in the morning, turned right around. We had a meeting at eight o'clock this morning and then, uh, you know, I haven't heard nothing from you. So I was like, I'm going to take a nap and hopefully she doesn't call during this hour. (laughs) Yeah, no, it 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 actually worked out. So um, I think, as you know, we have my brother-in-law's dog um, Mm -hmm. who passed a few months ago. So uh, Indy is six years old. She's an American bulldog and she's big. And so they, I guess American bulldogs have like a common, they have common things that come up. And one of them is these um, like tumors or cell masses or something. So anyways, we were at the vet pretty much the bulk of this morning. Um, She had to get an ultrasound and and she's been limping and we thought it was due to that, but she actually tore her knee. Um, and they're like, yeah, she just needs a rest. I'm like, okay, are you going to tell her that? Cause <laughs> she's a dog. <laughs> like, I can't just be like, Indy, you need to rest. Yeah. So how do you calm down a dog is I guess, yeah. like around two other dogs too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't, well, I got her on pain meds now. So she's slowed down a little bit. Um, but uh, we will find out later this week if, you know how bad the cancer is but it didn't spread so that's the good news uh and then hopefully just get that removed and she should be good to go so crossing our fingers there but she's only six so she's not even that yeah. old yeah i got uh i don't really know what to do with the pups so i'm giving them like these little treats but they're like designed for hip and bones and stuff like that yes. so mm-hmm. i'm trying to like do everything i possibly can to get to the point where my because we've had german shepherds that have always had his hip dysplasia it just happens yeah. You know, so I was like, I'm trying to make sure that doesn't happen in my husky. And she seems to be fine, but 
I think it's more she doesn't like the hardwood floor, but whenever she's like trying to lay down, she's like really, really slow. Yeah, she's, she's like, like trying not to slide. Yeah, it's giving me flashbacks of my other dogs that were just in so much pain. So I'm well, trying to use, get, get out there and walk with them and stuff. We use the the CBD chews, and they're really, really effective. Uh, I think it's Holista Pet is the website. Okay. Um, and they're the CBD, it's CBD mobility chews. So it's kind of both. Um, and mm-hmm. we give all of our dogs those just preventatively because, yeah, we tend to have a lot of issues with mobility with these breeds. Um, you know, with the American Bulldogs, the Pitbulls, all of these Staffordshire type of breeds. So um, we just do that preventatively just to kind of get ahead of it. Yeah. Um, hopefully it works out for your pup and my pup as well. There's no issues because, I mean, this, yeah. that's just something that, uh, you know, I, I watched my aunt pass away. No big deal. But I watched my pup pass away and I was shambles man so shambles i know the only thing i care about it's it's well it's like i watch a movie and like the horse goes down and the person on the horse gets murdered and i'm like whatever but i'm like the horse like (laughs) is the horse okay (laughs) i can't handle it oh on that note of our terribleness let's take a quick break we'll come back with a recap of open number two right after this All right, so we had open number two in Des Moines, Iowa. I tried to combine those words. It did not work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> do you want to talk about Friday? <laughs> I do. I, I said we got to start at the beginning. So I'm sure that's real fun. Yeah, I was, I was going to say the like in the bragging segment, the new equipment, I think it looked pretty good and it was fun when it worked. So it worked. Friday yeah. was the opposite. It did not work. Um, I usually download the videos at the end of the show and I upload them to the digital network. Well, Friday was for some reason kicking us off every 10 minutes, every 20 minutes. Um, so there's 37 different videos that I have to splice together. So <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. That's I apologize for all the notifications that you got. I apologize for the messy Facebook page. Um, but basically long story short for the nerds out there is we were taking everything in through this one internet switcher. And basically, that's how we have our cameras going in. We have our extra computer going in there. Internet comes in, internet goes out. Should be simple. But even though the numbers and everything were fine, at some point, it would, like, spike. And then whenever it spiked, we would just get kicked off. So I think it happened twice as I was making a joke. I was like, I'll give away bags if we don't lose service again. Boom. (laughs) Like, the the exact second. And I said, well, we haven't lost service in a while. Boom. I'm like, okay, this is not funny anymore. Like, Yeah, I know. The joke is over. Yeah, I saw Vanessa Fillingham make a post saying, over under Wally losing his mind in three hours or whatever she said. I was like, (laughs) I was done. I was just absolutely done. But I messaged Trey and I said, I'm I'm too livid to talk right now, but we need to to have a meeting sometime next week. So, uh, but I do want to give a shout out. for everything and everyone who was understanding with it. I know some people were really upset. I take full responsibility of it, even though I still don't exactly understand why it went wrong, but we made an adjustment on Saturday and I think it went really, really well. Um, I want to brag on my canine squad for a second. We did the canine sweep. We got Ryan Trader took down juniors, Gavin Cano and Fisher Hamilton took down doubles. Deborah Odom took down women's Um, Steve Schrader, I guess is the truck driver. So that counts. So he took down seniors, and then in the singles division, Ryan Trader was just absolutely dominant, took down the singles division as well. So 
Shout out yeah, to so the Steve Schrader brother. is like, what happened to our other truck driver? Yeah, so I guess they're hiring on Steve, uh, the other truck driver. I guess, like to my understanding, he just didn't want to do it anymore. And then he changed his mind, and we we're kind of like, well, we got Steve. Let's just go ahead and use Steve. He's going to be there anyway. And, oh, interesting. And actually, from yeah, hanging out with Steve here this last weekend, I think he's going to love it. I think it's going to be a blast for him. We were, you know, socializing and hanging out. So. Last year, you know, we kind of hung out for like five or six opens like a family. We'd get there, we'd set up, we'd go have dinner, we'd yeah. run the tournament, we'd tear down, we'd go have dinner. And it was really nice to get back to that this weekend. We took a uh, a moment where we went to uh, Insomnia Cookies. Not sure if you're familiar with that or not. Ooh, I, I've heard of it, but I have yet, not yet tried it. They're the best. They're the best cookies. Okay, that's I what hear. I hear. I don't want to hear can I? Can yeah, can I just make like a, a a statement that people aren't gonna like? I don't like crumble. I don't I like either. it. It's like I a cake either. cookie, and I don't like cake. Okay, don't yeah. mess with my cookies. I just want a normal cookie. Oh man, you're gonna love insomnia. When we when we get to a national remind us, we'll go there because uh, we basically did like a little mini birthday party for myself. My birthday is gonna be Thursday. This is nice. the official one. Over to the um, real one. <laughs> this is the real one. Don't listen to Josh Keck. October 26th, ever since I was born, same day. Wow, um, weird, uncanny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we basically took like a five-block walk over to Insomnia Cookies. We got some fun stuff, and uh, I was really thankful for that. Everyone except for Josh Keck. He didn't want to go, so. What? He didn't want cookies? Yeah. No, screw you, Josh. Freak. Get out of here. Okay, let me, let me also say something you might not like, Josh. Cookies are better than Mountain Dew. I said it. Boom. <laughs> that was the mic drop in case you didn't yeah. hear. I wish I had a sound effect. <laughs> yes, but uh, overall, the open, I think, was pretty exciting. We got to see a lot of new talent, um, a lot of old talent kind of coming back to the surface. I want to say um, it was really nice to see Maya Cup and Deb Odom in the finals, kind of just mixing up the females division a little bit. It wasn't exactly star-studded, but those ladies were throwing really great. Um, it was good to see that. Um, had some breakouts Ooh. from Spencer Fabianar and Tony Forbes. Yeah, and didn't Deb, I mean, didn't Maya make a pretty good run in singles too? Just like open yeah. singles? Yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Maya is backing up whatever we were preaching at the draft, you know, saying Maya's going to have a good season this year. She's looking really, really good. Um, and then Donald had a good run, finished in second place in the seniors division. So all in all, it was pretty good to see some of these names back where they needed to be. Again, we talked about Kyle Hutley, um, Justin Lang back on the circuit, having a good yeah. with uh, Landon, what's his name? Crabtree. Yeah, that <laughs> some kid some with kid. a crazy bag. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of funny because Landon hopped on the microphone with me at some point and we kind of commentated a little bit. Uh, shout out to Landon, Brody, and uh, Trip and whoever else I forgot. Deb Odom, whoever hopped on the mic with me, I appreciate all that because there's a lot to do with this new setup. But uh, it was kind of funny. Landon hopped on there with me on the microphone and people were like, messaging him like why do you why do you and wally hate each other so much <laughs> like if i was real yeah like they think we actually hate them. <laughs> awkward <laughs> like why would you no that's crazy yeah so we got one or two ways to go we can either feed into it or we yeah, can you just keep it rolling yeah <laughs> but uh did that's you get a chance to watch though. any of it this weekend yeah, I did. So uh, Friday was we were traveling back from Cabo. So um, and then obviously you guys had your issues. So very intermittent there that I that I was able to jump in. Uh, but Saturday, I pretty much had it on. Um, oh, you know, we had rum soccer. It was like day of Rome rum soccer game, which he scored a goal. Congrats to nice. Rome. 
Uh, they did win. And then we went straight to a birthday party. It was kind of funny because the birthday party was at this like children's museum. And that just happened to also be like a wild animal show that sh- my friend didn't know was happening. So anyways, Rum got to pet an alligator. So that was cool. Um, and then we came home and we did Harry Potter and Legos. That's like our thing. And then after he was like satisfied that he had enough of, you know, some mom time, then I was able to put on double. So it was like towards the end of um, the uh, matches, but I did get to watch like probably yeah, like the second half. And then singles was a little bit harder because, you know, football is on and we were at a friend's yeah. house doing, we did all the Halloween stuff. We did the pumpkin carving, the cookie decorating, all the fun stuff. So I only got to see the very end of that as well. But um, the parts that I did see very impressive um, obviously, you know, uh, Ryan Trader was the star of the show for, for good reasons, but, uh, you know, we can't say enough about Fisher Hamilton and Gavin Cano either. So uh, impressive all around. Yeah. We don't really do hot takes here on this show, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I'm going to say Fisher Hamilton and Gavin Cano take down doubles at worlds and Fisher Ooh. Hamilton takes down singles as well. Calling wow. A sweep. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I was, I was beyond impressed with him. Yeah. The only thing I think he needs to fix is he needs to kind of like not really be too surprised when things don't go his way. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> That's you, a Tony you see Smith it all the time. Like, <laughs> like if he can what just get rid of that, yeah. and just rebound. Here's the next bag I have to throw. I have to get focused back at, up again. That's a good Fisher point. Him. Yeah, I think Fisher That's a good point. I do have to say. On around the ACL, we were talking about, you know, these under 18 players in California. You mentioned Spencer Fabianar and Tony Forbes. Um, we also have Adrian Brunson. And I forgot to mention Ty Morris. These four boys are all under 18 in California. So the Cali Slingers, they're all elite yeah. players, would have to pick one. Um, and that's going to be really difficult, as you saw um, how well some of these boys did just this past weekend. And we'll, you'll continue to see them for sure. Yes. Speaking of that, I believe they... Um, had the open teams event this last weekend as well. Yeah. Um, so we kind of switched away from the blind draw and went to open teams. So give us some feedback chat. Let us know if you guys like the open teams or if you want the blind draw, if you want to mix it together mm. or what you want to mm-hmm. do. But um, I think it's kind of cool that we do give these amateur players some round limited experience format. Yeah. I, I, I like what I saw from teams. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that was a stacked team. They got second, I think, right? The, the- um. Some of those Cali yeah, boys mixed with Hicks and I can't remember who else was on that team. I would assume yeah, Ryan. I can't remember but... who won. That was that day is pretty much just permanently. <laughs> it's a blur. It's a blur. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to ever relive that day again. Even though there had some good in it. No, I I can totally understand the frustration there. You're trying to do your job and it's just making it very difficult. And oh, then I know on who won. Ethan Walker that. and Chase Ripperger, and they were very impressive. They won the open teams event and Ethan Walker looks really good this year. That's who it was. Yes. Okay. That's who it was. I remember it was somebody, it was a good team for sure. It's yep. not like it was a surprise, but I know that the other team that I was referring to wanted to run it back because they wanted it. Yeah, uh, before yeah, Alex Hicks and Ryan Trader's team. Yeah. 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 And then it has Spencer and Ty and yep. Tony, I think. Well, how many is on a team? Six? Six. Yeah. I think uh, eight, either Adrian or Ty Morris were the, one of the two that were on last week that decided not to play on the squad this week. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Adrian wasn't there. Wait, was he? Yeah, no, think, Adrian think, was there. At open number one? I don't know. It's all. Like I, feel you said, like, it, I feel like it was Ty Morris who won at open number one and then elected not to play at open number two, I think. Oh, okay. That could be. I'm not sure. I didn't get to see any of the teams at all. 
Uh, so I'm not entirely sure. I know Nick is like in constant communication with all those boys throughout the tournaments, but um, I was not. So couldn't tell you. But um, all right. So we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have our interviews with the Trader Boys. Um, and then after that, we have open highlights and then our game. So don't go anywhere. All right, we are back and ready for our interview today. Um, it's the pretty pretty significant player in the ACL League. I mean, he did okay this weekend, uh, some would say, and uh, actually has a really talented brother along with him. So Ryan and Mason are going to join us. Welcome, boys, to the show. What's up, guys? What up, Ryan? What up, Mason? How you guys doing? Good. All right, so long weekend here. You guys got back, went right back to school, and then, uh, boom, more cornhole stuff right away, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so Ryan Trader right now, one of the hottest players on the planet, took a, down a bracket open number one, followed it up at open number two, shows it wasn't a fluke, and then just for, you know, just for grins, decided to win the whole thing. So Ryan Trader had a heck of a weekend. Mason Trader is probably the last person I've seen to beat Ryan Trader, so I said, okay, let's – Let's go ahead and have them both on here and let them just kind of talk some trash with each other, Mish. <laughs> Is that what happens at home? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely <laughs> twins. <laughs> yeah, so no more question if they're twins or not. So which one of you guys is older? Me. Yeah. By how long? Um, Like less than a minute. Less All than right. a minute? Mm-hmm. There you go. Big dog. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, so Ryan, obviously, big weekend for you. Um, how are you able to deal with all the pressure so well? Well, I always play with my brother, and he talks a lot of smack, so I'm already like good with pressure and stuff. He puts it on you, mm-hmm. Mason. What kind of stuff do you say or to uh, Ryan to get under his skin? Um, I said I said he's trash. <laughs> 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 Do you still say that? <laughs> yeah, he still does. <laughs> what does he have to do, Mason? Um, oh, he trash talks to me, so I have to trust trash talk back. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, actually, when they were coming up through the ranks, that's one of the things I said. I heard it was like, actually, as a matter of fact, I think the first thing Ryan ever said to me was, "You want to play a cash game?" I think that's <laughs> the first thing he said to me, talking that trash. And like everyone was saying, like the Trader Boys, man, they're really, really good. They they talk smack, but they can back it up. I said, all right, I've never seen him. Let's go see who this is. And I went over and watched you guys. And I think you're what? Oh, you want to play a cash game too? <laughs> I think it might have been a top shooters or something, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're trying to make right, that so, money, Wally. I know, right? So Mason and Ryan, you guys have a setup in your basement. You guys practice how many times a week? Um, we I mean, some weeks we practice every day for like about an hour or two. But some days we don't practice at all because we don't have a lot of time. What are what are the other activities that take up your time? Um, baseball, and then after school we have like homework sometimes, and then we have to go to bags at seven o'clock. Okay, okay, got it. So, uh, you go to regular school. You're not homeschooled or anything, correct? No. Yep. That's I'm... a it's a lot of work. <laughs> and, and Mason. Uh... How does it feel to basically just watch Ryan have all the success here in his first rookie season? Does it make you get a little bit hungrier for the the same path, or do you want to pass him up, or what? What's your thoughts? I, I want to pass him up because I don't like my brother being better than me. <laughs> all right, so, so here comes so here comes the question. I was going to save this till the end, Beach, but I guess I'll go ahead and drop it now. 
All right, Mason, which one of you is better? Me. All right, Ryan, <laughs> which one of you is better? Um, I'm better. <laughs> Solves that, Mish. Wait, but he just he just said that he, I'm better. Yeah, he, he did, actually. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Talked, <laughs> you accidentally said it, but you did. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It happens. You know, he had a great weekend. It's hard. It's hard to deny that. Um, stepping up into this game and really showing up, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people are questioning, you know, who's the king of their area. Is it you or Alex Hicks? What are your thoughts about that being your partner? Um, I like playing against Alex. It's super fun. And he hits like all of his shots. So it's really hard to beat him. Yeah, for sure. The last two times you've had his number, there's a little bit of a buzz going around the Midwest right now, Mish, where everyone's like, oh, the, the torch has passed. This mm -hmm. Ryan Trader right now is Alex Hicks a couple of years ago. Like nobody can beat him. He's at the top of his game. Um, I'm rocking the Alex Hicks jersey. Shout out to his our t-shirt. Shout out to his mom, by the way. But it was kind of interesting. Um, at the end of the open, the final three players that were left alive were all Alex Hicks partners in the last three years. Yeah. Kyle Hutley, Hutley Ryan Windsor, and now Ryan Trader. And it, it was cool to see Kyle Hutley back in the main stage. Um, I'm not gonna lie, Ryan. I've been in your corner obviously since like I met you, but I didn't think you were going to put on Ryan Windsor like that, man. Let's talk us through that game. Was everything just clicking for you or did you have a strategy or just throwing bags? I mean, what were you doing? I was just throwing my bags. I was throwing pretty good all day. So I was just trying to keep my same game. You have a really impressive push shot. Is that something that you specifically worked on? No, I I just play normal downstairs against him. We just play games all the time. I don't try anything special with practicing. What about in a game? Do you try anything different in a game? Oh, yeah. I go for, like, um, really hard shots. I go for, like, bar soaps and stuff all the time. <laughs> just having fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be this age again. <laughs> yeah. Now, Mason, you play with a, a little bit more of a heavy carpet. You, you like throwing the Vikings. Do you try and muddy up the board a little bit more than Ryan does, or what's your strategy when you um, play? I don't really muddy up the board that much. I just uh, try to go in, and when someone blocks me, I just roll over the bag. I wish I, I wish I could say that. That's what I did. Can you that teach I me just... how to roll? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that took a lot of lessons. I uh, need to get a flat bag first, <laughs> so that would be step one uh, before I start working on crazy shots. But uh, I appreciate that you have that faith in me. Uh, but no, so I think, do you, or I should say, do you think it's helped you guys both become better having such strong competitors in the two of you in under one household? Yeah. Ryan? You too, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of you guys. Helps. Well, Mason's actually had a pretty good run himself as well because I believe last year in Kansas, Joe Neistead, I think, took down that entire open. The only player to beat Joe Neistead was Mason Trader. Yeah. Ryan Trader was the only – or Mason Trader was the only person to beat Ryan Trader at the Midwest Conference. And then going back to this last week, and he took down Jordan Power over on the winner's side. So Mason Trader – is there something that you just don't like playing against players with less talent than you? I mean, because you shine with the players that are really, really good. Um, When I play the better players, I just want to play better because I want to beat them. I don't know. Step up. He steps his yeah, game up. Yeah, I step up my game, yeah. You talk trash to him? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> You're Jordan Power and, you know, 
a kid just talking trash to you. You're like, and then backs it up. That's the thing. It's one thing to say it, you know, and this is obviously a big thing that we heard about the Gore boys, right? They were also, you know, uh, they talk a lot, but they back it up and it's worked out for them. I mean, is, uh, did you have a relationship with the uh, Gore brothers or do you know? Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You too, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Are right, they so friends? <laughs> Um, kind of. We play Fortnite sometimes. Okay. That was going to be my next question. I see you guys sitting in the gaming chairs. Uh, you guys <laughs> said you got baseball, you got school, you got the blind draws, and you practice a couple nights. I was wondering what type of video games you guys play. Um, yeah, I play uh, Fortnite, and I used to play MLB The Show, and I play a little bit of Rocket League, and then that's all I play. And who's better at yeah. video games? Oh, I'm better at Fortnite and Rocket League and Call of Duty. Do you con does this do you concur, Ryan? Is this true? Uh, yeah, but I'm better than him at all the other games. <laughs> now, you guys are obviously able to win money. Um, we talked about how you tried to take Wally's money in a cash game. So, what do you do with this money? Are you savers? Are you spending it? Are you uh, buying Fortnite skins? No, I uh spend my money. Oh. <laughs> what? what was that? I think, I think his dad censored him right there. <laughs> <laughs> you got cut off. Say it again, Mason. Uh, I spend my money on my shoes. Your shoes? Oh, yeah. you sneakerhead. Okay. Like, How about you, Ryan? Um, I just save up my money. I don't really like want to buy anything with it. I just want to save it up. Wow, two very different experiences with the money. Yeah. Hey, you know, Trey Ryder uh, picked you as king in the Midwest, Ryan, and, and he also predicted that you would make it to a final broadcast on television, uh, you know, at one of the uh, pro events. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like I'll make it to nationals, definitely in doubles because my partner's super good, and then singles maybe. Okay. And how do you feel about playing under the lights? I know you got to do it just once before for the juniors, or have you uh, done it before that? Just once. Okay, and how was that? It was super cool. It I didn't really change my game at all. I just played my regular game. You didn't notice, like, the people in the stands or the lights or anything? I mean, I did, but I just was trying to focus on throwing my regular game. Yeah, well, there you go. Now, Mason, uh, are you trying to – I know it's still early in the season. You probably got a lot of stuff to talk about. But are you trying to do the elite program and get picked up by the spinners for teams? Or have you and your dad and your brother talked about that stuff um, yet? I, I don't, I'm not going to play elite this year because I have a lot of baseball and stuff. So probably not. All right. So maybe next year. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, hey, guys, it's been awesome uh, getting to chat with you. Uh, congrats, um, Ryan, on your big weekend. And Mason, I don't doubt that you're right behind. Um, I think at the very least, you're doing a great job keeping him uh, getting better with your competitive spirit and your trash talking. So uh, you're a big part of, you know, you guys are both a big part of each other's success. And that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, proud All of right. you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye. Uh, you too. All right. We're going to take a quick break and come back with more right after this. Wally, it is time for highlights. Are you ready? So, yeah, once again, kind of a crammed weekend. My flight Monday was at five o'clock. 
kept getting delayed. Of oh course. yeah, your flight got delayed. Why? Yeah, uh, I don't know. We just, I mean, I was just waiting for the plane. Like <laughs> I had nothing to do all day. I got a lot of work done in the hotel, but I was just waiting and waiting. And I guess as far as I know, maybe the flights before that just got pushed back because it went from like five o'clock all the way to like six. We didn't take off. It's only like a thirty-eight minute flight anyway. Like we're only in the air for a little bit. Yeah, you're like, but, come on, let's just get it going. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like, I could have legit drove home, but, you know, I had the flight. Um, that 10-hour drive from Nebraska the week before just killed me. So, it was nice to have a short flight, but it. spent so much time in the airport. So, anyway, long story short, <laughs> I didn't have any time to edit these commercials, so we're pretty much just going to run them in order, and it's going to basically tell us a story. That's the way I'm going to sell this to you guys. Okay, let's let's so, hear the story of the, and, the and, open uh, highlight. No replays from Friday, sorry. Yeah, no, that's understandable. <laughs> Definitely okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. So fun times. Uh, got a lot of pushes, a lot of rolls, a lot of three, four, five bag hits. Uh, Blake Carney looking pretty good. Ryan Wiedenfeld, again, continuing to impress. Jaden Ellis taking on Maya. He's just got all the shots. I mean, young kid. Yeah. Again, we're kind of talking about Donald Cup getting back into it. You know, boom, three bag airmail right there. <laughs> But yeah, Jaden and uh, Carson throwing together this weekend was kind of fun to see. Ian Cripps, I loved him and Jeremy Fraser Ooh. pairing in this. Brett Guy, how about that run from Brett Guy singles? Like, how about that Rolly? Yeah. I called Brett Guy out on the ACL Live last week, and then uh, he, he stepped up. So good job, Brett. Appreciate good you. Here I am. Or Bar Soap. Whoa, Bar Soap. Let's go. Pretty roll. Yeah, I think it was Zeb. Uh, Zeb and Zach Harris, good chance to look at them. Fisher Hamilton is right down the middle. I think my favorite part of all these clips is pretty much the expressions from the opponent, as usual. <laughs> yeah, always. Like, and okay. Oh, there's Spencer. Yeah, definitely good to see Spencer and uh, Tony, man. They were throwing those Brotherhood Guardians really, really well. Um, kind of excited for next month in November when we do our Guardians big them. up here. I don't know if it is anywhere is it else. But yeah, yeah, uh, the the young Cali boys, they like it. <laughs> there's there's one of them. I love Drained that. it. It landed right on top of the pile. Then Spencer's look. <sighs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think he literally said, "Come on." <laughs> uh, nasty bar of soap right there from Shibby. That's yeah, I, I did see that around. one live. This that is my favorite good. shot. This is right here. I, I tried that to get it long enough. Speed control was absolutely insane. Yeah, I think right here, Shibby says. I hate you. And I think Fish is like, I hate you too. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fist Bump. They put, yeah, they posted something on Facebook. I wanted to kind of capture that moment, but it was cool. That's yeah, that speed hilarious. control from Fish right there is ridiculous. And that's that's one reason why I said what I said a second ago, because he has the all-around game. He could yeah. plow through stuff, bar soap. Um, he could hit the rolls. He could hit the air mills. And then he could do the finesse shots like that. But I believe looking back to last year, I was pretty much on Noah Wooten the same thing last year, and look how that ended up for me. Right? Yeah. Oh, Gotta man. There's Landon. Got to get a shot of him. But, I mean, the, the roles this these, weekend were just Yeah, impressive. these are coin slot-esque, I guess. You could yeah. categorize them under our bananas. Oh, that Ooh, one that, just stuck that, like glue. Yeah, I don't know if you got a chance to saw that, see that one in the game, but just it did plopped right there. He did cross the flat. He, the line, but he foul. asked for him to do that airmail, and it was a super risky shot. Right, that was the one. Yeah, they were on twenty, and I said, yeah. I said, why go for that? There It doesn't make any sense, and he almost hit it. But 
I still don't under, I still don't like the call, but it almost made almost made it work. Ryan Smith was lights out this weekend, throwing in the yeah. high tens, eleven. Look at that. Yep, slick side cuts. Everything was kind of working with those BG Witchers. Do you have a set of Witchers? Uh, Nick does. I haven't thrown them. The Domino. Bloop. Oh, <laughs> he's like, wait for it. Is they still moving? <laughs> bloop bloop. Oh my goodness, that was the <laughs> slowest like ever. <laughs> I think that's twice I now Ryan Trader's been involved with some awkward scoring. <laughs> awkward scoring hashtag. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> Hunter's like, what the heck? <laughs> with his boot. Hey, Hunter played very well. With his yeah, boot. Hunter did really, really well. It was actually kind of funny because before that match started, Hunter told Ryan, Don't borrow soap me. <laughs> he did. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, he called it. Yeah. You get what you get. Well, he talked with Ryan. He said he loves doing it. Yeah, I'm sure he does. And again, right there, just going slick lane. side. Yeah. Fisher might oh. be the best carpet thrower to turn that bag over and go slick side right now. Oh, I know. He can do ridiculous. both, like without hesitancy either. Like he's not afraid of it. Like I think a lot of the other carpet throwers are. Yeah. How good was Gary Bearpaw this weekend? Yeah. Absolutely. You see the stats against Matt Guy's match? So is he elite? No, I don't think so. I don't, He's I don't not. Because so he, he could have qualified for a shootout off of this, right? Um, was, yeah, I believe elite. so. I believe Tony Forbes did get it. Yeah. <laughs> awkward knuckles. <laughs> that was like a wave. <laughs> it was like a wave, awkward knuckles. Yeah, I'm not turning around for this knuckles on. Come see me on the other end if you want it. <laughs> but, uh, I'll be over yeah, there. Yeah, speaking of uh, awkward knuckles, the jerseys are going well. Got the awkward knuckle jerseys out there this year. Oh, I didn't even know you've made them. That's funny. Yeah, people people buying them like crazy. Yeah, they want that awkward knuckles rep. Man, these guys were firing. I wanted to get these clips here because Ethan Walker was just throwing with such confidence. A little overconfident right there. I honestly felt like if Ethan would have stayed mentally in this game, he probably could have won this game. Well, that was like a crazy the- body <laughs> Movement. Land and assaulting kids. Oh well, you know. But no, I think that I think that Ethan Walker is is there. I just want to see him stay in the game. I mean, he knows he knows his weakness, and he's he says he's working on it. So hopefully we get to see. But here we are, down to the final three players in the singles division, all baby goats partners. It's <laughs> um, something about picks. They, they all looked really good this weekend too. Yeah. Congratulations to Kyle Hutley and Dawson Cummings earning a elite uh, shootout spot as well. And then finishing things up here, Ryan Trader, just Ryan Windsor. Man, come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> why, you gotta, why you got to do that to me? Splitting the gap, pushing all three bags in, and then here it is for the game. One more deep roll. And again, Windsor just upset with it. He's like, man, everything is going Trader's direction. So, how can he hit everything? I mean, how do you just hit everything? Yeah. Sometimes you get that feel in the match. You're like, this this game is already over. It's it's one to nothing, but it's over. Everything is going in this player's direction. That's how that finals felt. Yeah. It was just meant to be. What do you, you can't fight fate, (laughs) I guess. When the cornhole gods have chosen their winner, they have. Chosen their winner. It really seemed like that. Ryan Trader was just a beast. <laughs> and it is what it is. Yeah. All right, quick break. Come back with the game right after this. 
time for the game. We're going to start with top floor bagger and four bagger of the week. What is your four bagger, Wally? Uh, my top four bagger was the canine squad. I mentioned earlier, Deb Odom, Ryan Trader, and um, Hunter Thorne had a good run. Gavin Cano took down his championship. Um, it just really sucked. It was random seeding in the bracket. So the canine amateur player this year, or this month, is Jaden Ellis. And Jaden Ellis and Gavin Cano in the first round against each other. So, of course. Um, but yeah. Def- yeah, definitely proud of how they performed this weekend. Um, I think that they're just showing signs of things to come. Hunter Thorne, I thought, would kind of take a step back with the injury, but he looks like he didn't phase him at all. He was really, really good. At all. He's very good. Mine's yeah. similar. Mine's Ryan Trader. I think that he, uh, you know, I think you chose him to win. Trey chose him to win. I think someone else chose him to win. There's a reason why everybody's choosing him to win, and he did not disappoint. I think he is super impressive. His composure, um, like we heard in the interview, he does just doesn't get frazzled um, at, at the big moments. And uh, there's something to say about that because I know it's just an open, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. But one of the things we saw Devin Harbaugh struggle with is finishing, getting the win, the actual win, right? He was always making yeah. it to the finals but couldn't pull off the win. We'll have to see when we get to an all pro event, but I would say that uh, Ryan Trader looks to be like someone who knows how to win, you know, like a Fisher Hamilton. We saw with him, he knows how to win um, Jordan power. Like, so you, you can just see these uh, trajectories and it seems like he's on that same one. Yeah. If you take away the scoreboard on the screen and you watch Ryan Trader play, you can't tell where it is in the match. Correct. There's some it of these pros. Yeah, there's some of these pros where you can tell if they're winning or losing the match. Like Ryan Trader looks like he really just wants to throw four bags. He doesn't really care yeah. what the score is, what's winning. Yeah. He just happens to look up and realizes the game's oh, almost over. Now, yeah. there might be an opportunity where he's got like a crazy bar of soap or something for six that you know he's going to go after. But this is the, this is exactly what Alex Hicks did a couple of years ago, and that's why you, know, you can make that comparison between Baby Goat and Trader. Absolutely. Floor bagger, what you got? Uh, two things here. Obvious one is the Friday um, technology <laughs> issues. Yeah, it's a huge fail <laughs> on that part. Um, I, I don't really know if we found the workaround that we're looking for, but uh, it was able to work. Um, yeah. Now with that, like my computer that I bought, I spent like way more than I should have on it. So we're not going to have that at every open. So I don't know. We might mm. have to find a different route to go. So um, technology issues there. Um, other thing I had is just the... My floor bagger is the chat. Sorry, guys. You guys are awesome when you're awesome. But, okay, we Oof. we understand the step the foot foul rules thing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's bad. not going to be perfect <laughs> right away. Just be patient. The ACL has a track record of making everything better. We will make what? it better. Give them a second. <laughs> yes. Um, I couldn't agree more. I don't know who it was, but whoever complained about me going back and forth to the chat – and joking around about having fun about, oh, this, you know, is top priority number one. We need to get the police in here and all that stuff. Look, I read your guys' comments for eight to 10 hours a day. I have to have fun or I'll go crazy. So 100%. don't take everything I say on the microphone serious. So I think over. that's a great, I think that's a great, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, public service announcement. Yeah. Um, mine is Jordan Power getting double dipped by Kyle Hutley. Ouch. That had to hurt. That sucks. I'm sorry, Jordan. Um, I'm sure that one's haunting you because uh, it seems like that bracket was yours. No, and Kyle Hutley had the king seat. 
And then Jordan Power took it to game number two, but then Kyle was able to hold him off. Oh, Anthony said he got double dipped. No, because Mason Trader. I didn't remember, watch it. Yeah, Mason Trader put Jordan in the loser bracket. That's why I said uh, Okay, so Kyle was in the king seat? Yeah. Okay, so was that game close between Jordan and yeah, Kyle? Absolutely. Both of them. I think oh, okay. So I Jordan Power back. actually looked really, really good. Um, well, you had Jordan to look good Power. to make it to the finals i just i just I mean, feel like if you looked at that bracket you thought it was his he did have the easier bracket he had the Correct. easier bracket by far but there might have been a little brown bottle flu three o'clock in the morning whatever the case may be not much sleep situation he came in and then he was like oh, zombie and i'm like <laughs> whoa uh, good luck today bud <laughs> so he, he woke up and battled back uh but yeah no okay. it's good to see jordan Fair and enough. kyle both back to form they, they both look good okay so um, send it or board it. What do you got? All right. Um, send it or board it. Basically doing away with Facebook or social media. Like, are you talking about just in general, like in life? I guess, yeah. Well, for the most part, we'll go in life. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I can't get rid of it because of my business. So. Same. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm just kind of over the whole meta change thing that they're doing. I'm. I'm not happy with, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. And it's so ad filled now. Like, I don't know. I'm yeah. just getting annoyed with everything on social media. I don't know if it's just me getting old. So I think I use social media like a bit differently. Like Facebook, for example, I don't browse on um, really at all. But I, I like, but it, it serves me really well because I run yeah. my ads on it and those perform great. So like I, I love Facebook and I, and I have my groups. Like I have my women's oh. cornhole group and so like I use it for that, but I'm not on it much. And then Instagram, I follow like really um, helpful hashtags like nervous system regulation and, um, you know, positive mindset. And like, so like when I open my Instagram feed, it's literally like a personal development or self-help book every time I open it. Um, so and you I just don't like get to- a thousand ads from Hello Sir, We Make Patches and Embroidered Shirts. <laughs> you don't get that? So I get those every once in a while, but they mostly go to the DFT cornhole page, which I don't ever check. Um, and I, but I don't get those messages like my personal page all that much. Um, and if I did, like you know, I just delete them. Like honestly, when I was in the coaching world, I would get those spammy messages. But I always think they're even worse because they're like, "Hey, yeah, I love what you're doing. Like, yeah. hey, I do this coaching thing. I could help you get clients." And I'm like, "Get the f out of here!" So I think I'm just yep. used to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay, mine is an elite or non-pro will win an open. Are you sending it or boarding it on that happening this season? Uh, I'm going to send it. Yeah, Uh, I'm impressed with the elite division. I I do think it's developed a little bit of a hunger in them. Kyle Hutley was close. Tony Forbes looked really, really good. Um, Spencer Fabianar looks really, really good. There's a lot of elite talent out there. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and send it. For sure. All right, would you rather? All right. Um... Man, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Okay, would you rather um, stay in your division, like comp, intermediate, whatever, and get your win that you basically desperately seek and you set out a goal to accomplish, or would you rather move up and um, test your skills and try and improve by playing against better people? Always move up. I play better when I play up. So, I mean, that's like a no-brainer to me. Like, I don't – and I actually don't mind losing. Like, it doesn't really affect me in any way. Um, I only get mad when I play like shit. So if I lose throwing at my ceiling, I'm good. And if the person yeah. is just better with me and has a higher ceiling, I'm good. 
Yeah, I want to play against the better players. Like, I want to play against, like, Ryan Trader, Ryan Windsor. I'll play against any pro any day. I don't care. But, like, I have a check mark that, or a check box that is not checked, and that's win a singles tournament. And it's just eating. <laughs> oh, yeah, me. I don't care. I don't I care. I don't care at all. Oh, by the all way, right, would you ra- rather? Bragging moment. I, uh, King, I, okay. I took down the um, doubles conference championships a couple weeks ago. There we you go. Here, so we didn't get to brag on it last week. Shout out to Patty P, my doubles partner. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. All right. Would you rather lose with an 11.01, like Matt guy? Or with so like your ceiling or a seven point five your floor. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta go with the Matt guy eleven point one just because so I painful. Did everything. I mean, <laughs> the only thing that I did wrong was didn't strategize a little bit differently. But we talked to him about it with Brett, and he's not going to change. But I mean, again, if I get beat, I don't mind getting beat. But if I if I suck, then I'm just going home stewing the whole drive home. I feel like if I throw my floor, though, I'm like, yeah, I should have lost. When you throw your ceiling, you're like, like it, it, and it's over an 11. You're like, I should not have lost. Like, yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> but no, I mean, that kind of contradicts what I just said. I, I absolutely agree with you. I'd rather throw my ceiling and lose. But it's just kind of this annoying situation where you're like, I seriously threw over an 11 and lost. Like, what the heck? But um, <laughs> shout out to Matt Guy. Very impressive. And Bear Poffer being the one on the other side of that stat. Yeah, he of backed 11.2. up that 10.83 from open number one. He backed it up. Crazy. I mean, Crazy. All right, guys. That's all we got time for. Uh, we'll see you guys all next time. Thanks for joining us.